like to share with you on this week's parsha, Bishalach, something very nice from the Rebbe's father, Rebbe Levi Yitzhak Zatzal. In this week's parsha, we have all the Yidwa were benched, they were blessed, that the mona came down from heaven, and every day the Yidin used to go out and get their shear. And then Hashem said, but on Shabbos, no one should go out and gather and take the Oymer, the Mon. And from here is the source where we have all the halachas of Shabbos, which is basically the way we have a private domain, a Rishus HaYochit, and we have a public domain, a Rishus HaRabim. Rabbi Yitzchak wrote a letter to our Rebbe in 1929 when our Rebbe and Rebbetson got married. Tofresh uh, Peites, actually the end of 28. And he wrote so many things in that letter. I want to share with you just one beautiful thing. The date of the Hasan, as we know, was Yud Dalet Kislev, the 14th day of Kislev. In that letter, every single detail that happened with the wedding, the Rebbe's father explains, and he brings all the interesting details into one concept. He explains why it was Tuesday, and eh, the, the Shabbos, and the week, the month of Kislev. But here we're going to focus on what he says about the date of Yud Dalet, Yud and Dalet, 14. What's so special about Yud Dalet? And explains for this week's parsha. The Gemara says in Soiter, the Fuzai number Aleph, that Ishbi Isha, a man and a wife, Chosna Nakale, Ishbi Isha, Shrina Shruya Benea. The name of Hashem is, rests, and dwells among them. Because if you look good, in the letters of Ish, you have a Yud in the middle. Aleph Yud Shin, Yud. In the letters of Isha, the wife, the woman, you have a Hey, Aleph Shin. Hey, that means each one has a letter Aleph Shin. And the difference between them is in the man is the Yud and in the Isha is the Hey. The first two letters of Hashem's name, Yud K Vav K. To tell you that true Shalom bias. A true home has the Shekhinah amongst them. Says Rabbi Yitzchak, this is hinted in the letters of Yudalat. And he brings down what Darizal explains, a very beautiful thing. The Gemara says in Shabbos, that Vovah Bar Aleph, and is brought down in Shulchan Aruch Rebbe, what is the shear of a Rishus HaYochet? The shear of a Rishus HaYochet is Four Tvachim in the width and ten Tvachim high, which means if you have a space and it's in the Rishus Arabim, in the public domain, but you close it off and you close it off even in such a small area, you have four Tvachim, Tefach is this uh, size, you have four Tvachim in the width, you make like a fence, and also the fence is at least ten Tvachim high. That's considered already a Rishus HaYochet. 
which means you're not allowed to bring something or throw something from the public domain into the private and bring something from the private into the, into the public. It's separate. Now, when Chassidus explains, many, many, my mom, Dr. Rebbe says, it's in Tanya, Perik Lamed Gimel at the end, so many marmorim about this, that the, the difference between a Rishus HaYochad and a Rishus HaRabim, Rishus HaYochad shows this is a private domain symbolizing to the true owner of the world, which is Hashem. And that's why we have, we have a mezuzah in our door, for example, Shema Yisrael Hashem HaKen Hashem HaChod, to tell you this private domain is under Hashem. A Rishus HaRabim shows with its many Hashem is more concealed over there, and that's the world of Klippa. That's the that's the other side where there's many, so to say, not only Hashem, unfortunately. It, Hashem is concealed over there. In Rosh Hashanah, that's the one. And that's why when Mashiach will come, what do we say? Hashem Echodesh Mayachod. The whole world will become, will realize that there's only true one owner and ruler of the world, and that is Hashem. Hashem Echod Ushmo Echod. So look at this beautiful thing, says the Rebbe's father. In the name, from the result, in the name of Hashem, Yudke Vovke is hinted, Rishus It has four letters, Yudke Vovke. That's the width. The width has to have four tvachim, the minimum. The height is 10. So, he's, so the Rebbe's father says, if you take the letters of Yudke Vovke, and you write it out, how you verbalize the letters, you will see you will get 10 letters. Yud, if I verbalize it, is Yud, Vav, Dalet, I have three. Hey, hey, Yud. Vov, Vov, Yud, Vov. That's how you, Vov, you're saying it twice. You spell it out, you write it out, Vov, Yud, Vov. And the hey again, hey, Yud. How many letters do I have, what's called Bimilui, when I express it and verbalize it? 10. Yud Kevovke, and then I have the Miloy, again Yud Vav Dalet, He Yud, Vov Yud Vov, He Yud, 10. So in the shame of Avaye, Yud Kevovke is hinted, Hashem is the true ruler of the world. Hashem HaChodesh Merechodesh Shus HaYochet. And this is what the Rebbe's father hinted to the, our Rebbe. Yochasnes Yud Dalet. The Gemara says that Shechina Shruya, the have Hashem's name amongst the Chosen Kala. And your Chosen is on Yudalet hinting that this couple, the Rebbe and the Rebetzin, they will bring the world to its ultimate completion, that the whole world should become a Rishus HaYochid. Yud, Dalet, 10 and 4, symbolizing Hashem's name, Shechina Sheruya B'nei